1: David
2: Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone! Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them
0: out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. What day is this? It's February 2nd. Soundhawk Day. Oh, Welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000. And we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Jay. We got Jay Moore. We got you for our three hour ride on this Friday morning. What open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. And Cap, we can't wait for the Super Bowl. I know I can't wait. We got to wait a couple of, uh, still another week. But, you know what, we're going to go through this weekend with zero football. Zero football. But, you know, what's still on the front burner is what the Bears could do here in the future. You know, I came in here guns blazing.
2: Because the more I think about it and the more I listen to all the nonsense out there, oh, Colin Cowherd says Caleb might not want to be there. Guess what? If Caleb Williams wants to play in the NFL and the Bears decide he's the guy they want to pick, that's it. Hey, Caleb, we got an opportunity for you here. Guess what? Our roster is improving. Guess what? Our defense is pretty damn good. Guess what? We also have the ninth pick and we may add another receiver to DJ Moore. Guess what? We've got like 70 million in cap space. We're going to have a really good situation for you. Sure. We have upgraded our offensive coaching staff. Let's go. This city is an embarrassment at times, and it's my home. I'm a Chicagoan through and through, and I'm so disappointed. We've got the 22nd-ranked quarterback, but, oh, my God, we can't let him go. We've got to put a statue up for him. Who could think of getting rid of him? Really? Really? You don't aspire to greatness. That's an embarrassment. Name me since Michael Jordan. Who's the true, like, oh my God, star we've had in this town? Derek Rose? He blew his ACL. We never won anything. Through no fault of his own, it happened. Patrick Kane?
0: Three Stanley Cup championships.
2: Yeah. It's hockey. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it was cool. It's Aww. super cool. Mm hmm. Super cool. I watch the hockey games. I like it. The All-Stars weekend is this week. I'll watch it. Sure. It's hockey. It's not like the whole city doesn't get swept up like they do if the Bears win. That's correct. The Cubs? Great. 2016 was awesome. Mm -hmm. What happened after that? Did we push all our chips in? Let's go. Game on. Nope. We didn't. We got Jose Quintana, Wade Davis... And then we got rid of everybody, and we've been trying to climb back since. Sure. The White Sox? Stop yourself. You won another stadium. You've never spent $100 million on a player. Your team is predicted to win 63.5 games as the over-under in Vegas? That's a joke.
0: Damn. Here on the home of the White Sox, ESPN 1000. Go ahead.
2: I just tell the truth. It's a joke. That, that is the team you've put together? And you fired your executives and you promoted the guy who runs your minor league system, which is not very good. Here on the the home of the White Sox,
0: ESPN 1000. Correct.
2: Yes. And the Bears have been an embarrassment for 30-plus years.
0: Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000.
2: And in this town, how can we not demand greatness? Uh Let's be better. And then I hear, boy, there might be some concern. It's a really tough market to come in here if you're Caleb. Really? Tough market. Let's just talk about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. Does the media really go after you here? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Does the fan base go after you here? If you're a good guy, you work hard, you run the ball out the first, or you take a big hit in a football game and pop back up? They're throwing parades for Justin. He's the 22nd-ranked quarterback. Great kid. Great kid. He's never thrown for 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns. No. He's never thrown for 30. We've never had a quarterback throw for 30. Damn! But heaven forbid, we've got the number one pick. Whether it's David Shaw or Sean Payton, we got audio from him. This guy is generational, man. Whoever gets him, you got a chance here. No, absolutely not. Because we live in a life of mediocrity here in Chicago, and we embrace it, and that's an effing
0: joke. It all sucks. Well, I would say this, that I wouldn't paint a broad brush and say that all the media is is soft, or all the, the fans that we talk to, Every day are huggable, that they want to hug their athletes. There's a number of media members in Chicago and also fans that hold teams and players accountable and rightfully so. It's still a major market. I think that sometimes that we here at ESPN 1000 comes across as completely foreign to some fans because we hold our teams accountable. Maybe, again, to a strong extent And I think that's the way you do it. I mean, I don't compare us to New York or Los Angeles or Houston. I think that we, isolated as a Chicago sports fandom, are scorned because we haven't won a lot of championships. But we still have to hold our teams and ownership accountable. And I'm not saying there aren't people that do that.
2: What I'm saying is this reputation that this is a really tough town. Is Caleb able to handle how tough Chicago is? Mm -hmm. My ass. Tough town. Hey, Caleb, you threw for 31 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and 3,700 yards. Oh, my God, they'll be throwing flowers at him. Yes. Shea had a great line when we were meeting this morning. Hmm. If Caleb Williams is 50% of what people are saying he is, almost a 10 out of 10 prospect. That's a win. Yeah, He's the greatest quarterback we've ever had. Sure. If he's 75%, he's a top 10 guy in the NFL. Mm Mm-hmm. And if he is what they say he is, oh my god, he becomes at some point after his career's over on the Mount Rushmore of Chicago sports icons. Cool. And, and we're running from this because this tough town, man. I don't want to go to Chicago. It's too hard.
0: Oh, stop. <laughs> now, hey, there there are Hey, listen, there is accountability issues in some parts in this city, but not on this show or now on this station. We're going to hold our teams and our players accountable. Is it so tough that he can't leave? A perfect example is uh, like a Jack McDowell going from the White Sox to the Yankees. He could not handle being with the Yankees. He flipped off the Yankees fans. You remember this, right? Yes. In Yankees pinstripes, they were booing his ass because he had a bad inning, and he flipped off the Yankees fans. It's like, oh, boy, he's having a hard time being ha- handled the media and the pressure that is New York. Here in Chicago, yeah, there's a certain amount of pressure for sure. That's for anybody. But in this market, yeah, we're going to hold you accountable. There's no question about that. But it's not so much that, oh, Caleb can't be in Chicago because it's way too rough. No. You do your job, you're going to be beloved. You do your job, you'll have a restaurant downtown. Correct. <laughs> you know, Caleb's place will be a hell of a restaurant. There will be tons of people in there if he's as good as we hope he is. So, so, Cap, to your point, Colin Cowherd, you know, from out of town, in Los Angeles, this is the herd. Colin Cowherd, there he is talking about Caleb Williams. Now, here's the thing. Cowherd will paint himself as some kind of USC insider Mm -hmm. he has for years. Mm -hmm. like He knows the program inside and out. I'm not saying that he does not, but he came across as if he knows exactly what's happening with Caleb Williams. And he says that Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago.
1: There's some concerns here that uh, dad's a little too involved. Now, dads are very, very involved in high school and college quarterbacking. So that's just part of the new world we live in. But I I still contend, you're going to think I'm nuts here. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up. Because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. He's from the D.C. area. I think Dan Quinn is considered. The big concern for Caleb Williams, and you have to admit this, where you land matters, Chicago has never developed a star quarterback.
0: Game. Thoughts there from Colin Cowherd. Okay, Colin, are you
2: reporting this or is this another speculation? This is a guy who three months ago didn't know the Bears had the Carolina Panthers pick.
0: You remember this? Yes, I do. Yes. So. That's I- a, that, that, you could hear that. It's wrapped in opinion, Cap. It's wrapped in opinion. There's no sourcing there. Correct. He, he, he's trying to paint the dots geographically by saying that it would be best for Caleb Williams to be with Dan Quinn in Washington because of family. It's not because of any, any football reason. Absolutely not.
2: Okay, so Tim on Twitter, how can you say if the Bears want Williams at the Capman that he has to come here? He can refuse and force him to trade like Elway and Manning did Eli. This isn't about the fans or the Bears. Williams can force him. No, He cannot. He cannot. He's going to get a four-year deal with a fifth-year option for a lot of money. Yes. A lot. And if he plays well, he's going to be stupid wealthy. Yes. The Bears could say, okay, you don't want to come here? We're drafting you. Good luck sitting out. You've already left college. Where are you going to go? If they want him, he's theirs. They are not going to trade the pick. And he goes, well, I really would rather be in Washington. Montez Sweat admitted. Yeah, I thought I was going to Atlanta. That I'm from down there. Mm-hmm. That's where I thought I was headed. I just wanted to get paid wherever I was going because I want to protect my family in a violent sport. I love it in Chicago. You remember this. Yes. Two yes. weeks in. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is awesome. I, the, the locker room here is way better than it was in Washington. Culture. Love playing for this guy Iber The culture in here is great. Mm-hmm. If Caleb Williams wants to play for Washington because his family's there, he grew up there, that's cool. Guess what? They have the number two pick. If Ryan Poles does all his work and goes, we're taking that kid, then he's a Chicago Bear.
0: Yeah, it's as he simple as He doesn't
2: drive the bus, uh,
0: Tim. That's just how it is. Uh, again, we have gone through this uh, numerous times, Cap. There are a lot of reasons that people are coming up with. To not have Caleb Williams as a Chicago Bear. A lot of reasons. Because of their love of Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. And once again, I will say that you can fan how you want to fan. You can love Justin Fields. That's great. But I'm a fan of the Chicago Bears. And I want what's best for the Bears for the team to be able to grow from three wins to seven wins. And I mean, so I'm not a fan of one individual player for the Bears. I'm a Bears fan because I'm a fan of the team. Mm -hmm. What's best for the team. Now, there is something that is true that Colin Cowherd said in that soundbite that we just heard. 37 seconds of Colin Cowherd. A lot of it's wrapped in
1: hyperbole and Mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. But there's one truth that he did say. and that's There's some concerns here that uh, dad's a little too involved. Now, dads are very, very involved in high school and college quarterbacking. So that's just part of the new world we live in. But I I still contend you're going to think I'm nuts here. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. He's from the D.C. area. I think Dan Quinn is considered the big concern for Caleb Williams, and you have to admit this, where you land matters. Chicago has never developed a star quarterback. It's the last three seconds. Damn.
0: Developing a quarterback properly to be able to be a winner. That last three seconds out of the 37 seconds that we just played there, that last one is something that we can really pick apart, which is true. This is why that there's fear in the streets about Caleb Williams because, well, we've never seen that. When we do the the whole thing about Chicago and talk about, well, you know, the Bears have never been able to know what a, a real quarterback looks like, that is true. That is true. Agree. Not, not since McMahon. And then that was even a glimpse here and there because people don't remember McMahon was in and out because of injury. And he had to rely on the backups and the running game and the defense to win games because McMahon wasn't healthy all the time. He al- it was always something with him from an injury standpoint. So what the last three seconds, what he says, Cap, is absolutely true. The fear that's out there, and I don't know if that's the case in the Caleb Williams camp, but the Bears have never developed a quarterback. So is there pressure from that regard where it's like Caleb's like, hey, man, you're going to be the man because look at all these quarterbacks before you. You have to be the man. I think he embraces that instead of running, runs away from it. If he doesn't embrace the opportunity he's been given, there's, it's
2: not like he's walking in here as Brock Purdy, the seventh-round pick, just trying to fit in with a bunch of all pros around him. He's coming in here. I'll be the greatest quarterback that the Bears have ever seen in an amazingly passionate sports town. Oh, my God. I... Dude, Michael retired 25 years ago from here. Mm -hmm. What are we doing here? I understand. Evaluate the kid. They just put a a brand-new offensive staff together, the coordinators from the QB Collective, as is Justin, and so is Caleb. They're tailoring everything to him. They spent a ton of money to get Thomas Brown... He's interviewing for head coaching jobs. He would have gotten an OC job. The Bears are paying him way above scale. Hey, come here, pass game coordinator. You work with Waldron. We get this kid and we build this thing right. We're all going to eat well. Mm-hmm. And you'll get a job out of it. I promise you. Yeah. So what are we doing here? I, I just It stuns me how this city
0: marries itself to mediocrity. That's because that's all we've been eating for years and generations and decades because that's what people are used to. When the, white, when the Cubs won the World Series championship, so many people in the streets were crying. I remember doing the postgame show right here in this studio. It was one of them. Talking to people from, from coast to coast and around the world, France, Germany, calling in on these, on these phone lines, crying. I was listening to you driving back with Todd Hollinsworth
2: from Cleveland. Because I had to come back here. Danny wanted me to work right away early in the morning. I got dropped off out here at like, I don't know, 8 a.m.? Yeah. We drove all night. Yeah. And I remember listening to you, and I'm like, he just took a call from Japan. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a Cubs fan here in Tokyo, and we're sobbing in the house.
0: Yes. Yes. But you understand why those tears happen. Yes. You You understand why I was crying in Beverly when the White Sox won the World Series at a bar. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because my dad didn't see it, but I was able to see our White Sox, as a White Sox family, win a World Series championship. Right. But I'm not getting off track. I'm just saying that the reason why you say why we accept mediocrity, because that's all we've seen. We've only seen those Sylvie pop up championships. That's why, Cap. Correct. But, but, but to your point, I understand what you're saying. You're saying, well, just because it's happening doesn't mean you have to accept it. You don't, have to, you don't have to accept mediocrity. You should always strive for the best. And at this particular time, back-to-back years, the Bears are going to try to get the best with the number one pick. Traded it last year to get D.J. Moore. Mm-hmm. This year, you're not trading it to Washington. You're not. Unless you feel in your due diligence, in your homework, we like Caleb Williams, but Drake May is just a better guy. If that's how you feel, that's fine. That's part of their evaluation. But he's saying that, they should just the Bears should just sidestep and just give it to Washington, huh? Eh, I'd rather no, not. Sorry. Yeah, I'd rather not.
1: If if
0: the
2: kid is the guy, then that, then your question's answered. Yes. Guess what? Sorry, we have the number one pick. Yes.
0: That's it. It's a fact. But when you when, again, when you talk about this mediocrity, where where have we seen those championships? You mentioned the Blackhawks, which is great. It is hockey, but again, any championship, beggars can't be choosers. I'll take them all. I'll take the Sky Championship. I'll take the Hawks Championship. I loved it. I was at all the Blackhawks Championship. I loved
2: it. It's yes. great. Oh, no, it's it. I mean, it's great. But, but I'm talking about the Chicago Bears. Yes. Yeah. Why do we accept all this mediocrity? Why should the Bulls just float off into the ether? The trade deadline's coming up. Yep. I saw Stephen Adams is moving from. Um, I think to Houston. Yeah. All these teams are uh, going out and getting, whether it's a you know a solid edition or a star edition. How come the Bulls will do nothing and it's
0: tolerated? It's accepted. Yeah, we'll, uh, just to be able to do something. The Steven Adams thing, he's going to be injured for the rest of the season. This is like a salary dump. But just anything to be able to make sure that your team's better for now and the future. I got to clear some room, move that, let's yeah. do that. We don't do anything. Yeah.
2: How about trading Lonzo Ball's carcass? And his money, so you can open up a slot. Damn. Do we try to do anything like that? Nope. Nope. Max Struess, local kid, do we try to bring him home last summer? He said I would have been very interested. Nope. We do nothing and we tolerate it in this town and mass. And it's a joke. It's a joke. We're the best sports city, and I've always said that. Best sports city in America, Chicago, because we support our athletes. Worst sports city, because we don't demand excellence. Yes. The owners should feel uncomfortable. I'm telling you, they should feel uncomfortable that they do nothing and we just like dogs licking up a bowl. Oh, there's some water in the street. I'm thirsty. Give it to me. I'm good. Yep. Oh, you got the new City Connect jersey? Yeah, let me call Dino's and see if they've got it up in the Glen. Really? Really? You just keep lining their pockets and tolerating the garbage that gets fed to us
0: on a regular basis. And this is why we talk ad nauseum about what the Bears' future could be, because imagine being able to stockpile draft picks, having back-to-back number one picks, and then put yourself in position to be a perennial champion. That's what it comes down to, trying to build the right way. The reason why that there is somewhat panic in the streets and some pessimism cap is because we've never been here before. Right. I mean, I'm talking about in our lifetime. We've never been here before. This is why when you talk about this, as we are this morning, there's a lot of people driving to work or listening to the show. And they're saying, "Okay, so we again, we have the number one pick. And uh, but but I like Justin Fields because that's the last quarterback I saw in a Bears uniform. So we're going to stick with him. Right. It's the unknown because we've never been here before. Two number one picks back to back seasons trying to build it from the ground up, usually the Bears just throw money in the holes. And and you can't say that we haven't said this collectively or as as our own shows where we say, spend money on this and spackle that hole, spackle that hole. You know, you you guys can't be cheap. Keep throwing money at the situation. Where Ryan Poles is saying, I'm going to build this. We're going to spend some money, but we're going to build this through the draft and free agency methodically to the point where it's a winner. When he
2: got here... After he got done tearing it up with older guys, what, we had no blue-chip players. Right. All of a sudden now, you look, you're like, wow, Darnell Wright, all-rookie. That's a blue-chip right there. Hmm. Number one pick, quarterback, that'd be a blue-chip. Wow. Uh, Jalen Johnson, absolutely a blue-chip. Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, all of a sudden you're like, wow. Montez Sweat, hmm. Roster looks better.
0: Not where it's gotta be, looks better. Listen, Colin Cowherd is is similar to us or people that are behind a microphone that can throw out hyperbole and thoughts and just an opinion and try to wrap it as fact. You know, when we are saying something, it is sourced. Or it's just a strong opinion. Cowherd is a master, does a master class every morning of rapping hyperbole and try to make it sound like fact. So a, a perfect example is this. Cowherd a week ago saying that the Bears would outbid everyone for Cliff Kingsbury just to make Caleb Williams happy.
1: Why did the Bears quickly get... Luke Getzey he out of here. They are sending a message. Who you like will hire. So the Bears... No, this is very this is very big for him. If it's a bidding war, the Bears will outbid everybody to get Kingsbury, because they don't want Caleb pushing back, not interested. So this is very much about the the Bears are sending signals. There's a lot of stuff working behind the scenes here. Antonio Pierce wants him, and they don't have a quarterback. Kingsbury, who has called Caleb the single most talented, and he had Mahomes, the single most talented quarterback at his age I've ever seen. He recruited Kyler Murray and had Mahomes, so. Caleb and his dad really into Kingsbury. And so for the Bears, this is not just like a news story. <laughs> Bears never even got a, d- decided to have a
2: second interview with Kingsbury. Now he's with the Raiders.
0: Yes. Shay, you know what that is, what we just heard right there? That is the equivalent of you getting a, a whole bunch of yarn, you got a map up here on your wall, and you're just doing conspiracy theory. I'm
3: yeah, Charlie Kelly, and always sunny. That's what he's Try, doing, right there. trying to figure out where, what the who uh, P- Penn Sylvia is, whatever the joke is.
0: I mean, I mean, seriously, he's just got he's got that map out, right? He's got pictures on a map, just like the you know, just like the law does, like the police do. And he's got a spool of yarn. And he's just going from uh, to Oakland to Kingsbury, and he's got a spool of thread over to Iberflus to Chicago. It's like what? Great. wrapped in hyperbole, and again, strong opinion, fine. But, again, what it comes down to is Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick in the draft, and more than likely the Bears will take him. And you just have to accept that as fact. Right. I'm
2: going – I said this to you, and I've stayed consistent on this. I'm going to ride or die with Ryan Poles. I like what he's done. I like the guy. I think he's a very smart man. I think he has had a great upbringing in the Kansas City organization. And guess what? If he evaluates all this and goes – The best thing for us is keep it, Justin. Let's go. Let's go. That's That's what he says. I'm going to believe in him because he knows a hell of a lot more football than I'll ever know. I think he's going to move him and draft a new quarterback. That's what I believe.
0: We'll see. Okay. Can you give me another opinion that you've heard or read someplace where Colin Coward says that Caleb Williams doesn't want to be here? Have you seen that anywhere else? No. I mean, outside of a few of our callers saying that, well, I don't like it because he paints his nails or because he, he cries to his Bob. Like uh, what I care about is that arm and, that, and the way he's able to have that vision. All those Saturday nights, Cap, it's, it's really amazing that I'm still with Peacock because those Saturday nights, Han will go out Friday night, Saturday night, that's college football. And she's fine with it because I'm watching those late-night USC games. Right. Right, And I'm watching those games on FS1, and I'm watching a guy with a cannon of an arm, with, with vision down the field that can run with the football. I'm like, this guy's a leader. Never mind about how their defense wasn't very good. Caleb Williams himself was carrying that team as best he could. I mean, I saw someone that was a complete difference maker. And you know me. I'm a college football fan, so I just I focus and I look at what I enjoy on Saturdays. But there's some certain athletes on Saturdays that I say, boy, I can't wait to see that player play on Sundays. Caleb Williams is one of those guys. Yeah. He's wildly talented. Does he have to be coached properly? Of course. And
2: learn how to be a pro and understand the NFL? Yeah, all of it. All of it. Why do you think they're changing the offensive coaching staff? Why do you think they're going to continue to try and upgrade around him? They're going to get a center. They're going to upgrade the O-line. They're going to draft a receiver. Or sign one. It, the offense, he's going into about as good a system or a good a situation as you'll find for a guy getting taken with the number one pick.
0: Now, here's the thing, Cap. That we'll talk about it now, but we'll talk about it as we get close to the draft. Because I'll, I'll make a note of it. Is if Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick for the draft and he's going to be the starting quarterback next year. We already know there's going to be an adjustment from his time in college USC to the pros. Because it works quicker, the defense gets off the ball so quickly; they're already in your kitchen in three seconds or less. So he's got to get used to that. He isn't going to have that solid offensive line he had at USC. What I wonder is is the adjustment that he'll have to make offensively, knowing, hey man, you don't have to throw the football fifty times for us to win. And that adjustment, where it's like, hey, you got a good running game here; utilize your running game. Hey, you got a tight end and Cole commit There's the adjustment can he go from understanding I don't have to throw the football 50 times to, hey, just be able to get the ball down the field. You don't have to make big plays with your arm every single play. That's the adjustment there. And the, and the other thing is, too, hopefully with this offense, it doesn't look like a middle-of-the-road Big Ten team where tall grass, you got to run the football 35 times. Like, you only got to throw it five yards because of the wind conditions at Soldier Field. No, the guy has an arm. I hope that the Bears can be able to blend what they used to do to something new offensively. Yes. Makes sense? You've got to be able to run the ball. You've got to be able to throw the ball. Period. You know, because over the years, you know what it has looked like? Hey, man, those wind conditions, that tall grass, just run the football.
2: Buffalo's able to throw the ball because they got a guy that has a cannon for an arm.
0: Kansas City, it's not
2: exactly tropical. Right. They throw the football. Green Bay, right. they throw the football. Jay? let's go.
3: The good news is you hire an offensive coordinator who throws the hell out of the football. Mm-hmm. Like not really super interested in uh, establishing the run. They'll run a bit, they'll throw off play action, but Shane Waldron make no mistake, it's not the Kingsbury air raid, but that ball's going to be in the air.
0: That's what I you know, that's what I want, Shay. You know that's what I want. I want yeah, you know, nothing wrong with a nice running game, but it can't be exclusively that. I want that ball in the air. No no excuses. Because there's where the NFL is today. I've seen kind of similar offenses all my life with the Chicago Bears. And, hey, nothing wrong with Walter Payton. Nothing wrong with running the football over the year. But, I mean, you've got to get in the air as well.
2: Yeah, and uh, the kid from Michigan State,
0: Kenneth Walker, he got plenty of carries now. It's not like they won't run the football. So, yeah. So, you heard what Kyle Hurt said. We played that soundbite for you. It says that Caleb Williams doesn't want to be here in Chicago. Does it stop you from drafting him? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Cap and I will take your phone calls. Don't forget we got Shot or No Shot. That's all part of the mix. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and on YouTube on the ESPN Chicago channel. Checkmate 16, landing suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or No Shot with Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Now time for Shot or No Shot and it's proudly brought to you by ESPN Bet
2: now live in Illinois. New users get $100 in bonus bets with any sports book. That's
3: J.W. Norling. Good morning, boys, on a Friday. And it is the first time since August that I cannot say football
0: Friday. Morning. You're in morning right now. Yeah, it's this is like a funeral.
3: One day
2: closer to the warm weather, buddy. It's like I'll a take week. it.
0: Uh-oh. There it is. Ah, the candles. Could you say a prayer there, uh, Father, for us football fans? <laughs> For me. Yeah. Could you do that? <laughs>
2: I don't know how I'm gonna make it. Look, I love football, but it's one day closer to me Hold being up in
0: warm weather. You're supposed to hey. That's two. a terrible prayer. You're <laughs> you're an ordained minister. Let's right. go.
2: Heavenly Father, yep. I gather all of us here together today to pray that the light that will be absent from our lives known as football shines brightly as quickly as possible. Please bless Brother Norling as he goes through a very tough time in his life without taking his clothes off and rolling around on the gridiron. It's a sexual experience for him, Father. Please
1: allow him
2: to achieve maximum pleasure by bringing football back into our lives
1: glory, glory.
2: as fast as you can
1: he is worthy.
2: on the NFL and college level. He
1: is
0: worthy.
2: And Heavenly Father, Ow. you can keep that XFL, USFL Ow. nonsense to yourself. Excuse me? That's not real it's football. It's just the UFL. Now, I Thank you, Heavenly Father, for blessing Brother Norling. Ow. Amen.
0: Amen, baby. Amen. Amen. Great job, Minister! Take that! Woo. Take that, Lord! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Father! <laughs> wow! Here's a. Uh, here, there you go. Very good. Here's here's twenty dollars. Thank you. There you go. Appreciate that. If we lay down the altar. Uh, if you have that, uh, Johnny, put some on the altar there for. Uh, put it on the plate. Yeah, right there. There Thank you go. Twenty dollars <laughs> for a great a great prayer. Thank that you. Was- we got need a, some more
2: wine in the rectory. I got a tear in my eye. That was beautiful.
0: <laughs> That's great, Cap.
2: God, you're so good Take at this. That. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? Here's Shane Norman. shot or no shot? Because why, if it doesn't, no. Why would someone be retweeting that the Cubs are going to sign Dansby Swanson from a year ago?
0: Because it's slow news day. Wow.
2: Hey, at the Catman's reporting that the Cubs are signing Dansby Swanson, December 17, 2022.
3: All right, let's get started with shot or no shot. Some NBA rumors, big NBA rumors. The L.A. Lakers season, despite a win last night, has been a wild disappointment and downward spiral in the last month. Yesterday, a KTLA anchor and reporter said that LeBron James could be traded at the deadline, said... Uh, GM Palenka, just looking for the right partner to dance dance with. We know the Bulls and the Lakers have been connected virtually all season. DeRozan, Caruso, others, Drummond, all rumored to go to L.A. at some point or another. Could LeBron be coming back? Shot or no shot? Once again, the Bulls should trade for LeBron James.
0: <laughs> that's a no shot. He's thirty nine. Cap is like George Gervin at the end with the Bulls. That's what it'd be an attraction. Hey. Hey, we're getting Bronny Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Don't want him either. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want him either. Yeah,
2: Yeah, no. The Bulls are not trading him or trading for him, and he's not getting moved by the
0: Lakers. Not he's built his whole life out there. Um That's a no shot, Cap. Now LeBron, a healthy LeBron on this Bulls team, get you in the playoffs. But then what? Well, what are we giving up to get him? Dignity. Huh? <laughs> Dignity and pride. Yes. Just a one-off. I mean, you already got the United Center filled. You don't need an attraction. Like, I think LeBron to the White Sox would be a better deal.
3: Ah, then he can really be like Mike. Go play in Birmingham.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. I wanted to be Mike. It would be our Manny Ramirez or our, our Kevin Uchelis coming like, over. Like
2: if they said, we'll take Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball's money. Okay, okay have at it. Okay. They're not doing that. So
0: I see this report that you're talking about, uh, Shay. Dave Pingla, Pingalore is his name. The sure it wasn't
2: a cowherd thing?
0: No. Nah, like, well, it kind of feels like that because... I kind of know some of these reporters, and some of it, That name is not a strong name for me. Now, it's just, it's not a woe. Dave Pingaling? Pingalore. <laughs> Pingalore, <Yeah>. sorry. <laughs> Dave <Ping-a-lure. Ding-a-lure> says, <laughs> Dave's Dingaling yeah, reporting. That's, that's what, it, so, that's what I, it sounds like. That's where that report came Dave from. Pingalor.
3: Pingalore. Yeah.
2: Who the hell is Dave Pingalore? I've been mean? in this
3: business a long
2: time. Yeah. I know most
3: everyone. They they did there was somebody that screenshotted like he got LeBron returning to Cleveland right. He got uh, mm. Kawhi to the Clippers right. He got a bunch of stuff. He's got TV here,
0: I'll tell you that. I don't know, Cap. I will say, uh, well, for the Bulls' uh, point of view, that's a no shot. It's a no shot. So maybe, Shay, the Lakers feel like there's a ceiling in their success. They feel like we're good. But we know we can't keep up with even, say, a young Oklahoma City team, for instance. Minnesota. Some of the younger teams that really played well. The Clippers. Could you imagine? Sacramento. Sacramento T-shirt I'm wearing today. They're a good team. Maybe they feel like they can't get over the hump. And I think that is true with this roster. This is all supposed to be Anthony Davis. Chicago's own Anthony Davis's team. That's what LeBron said. Oh, it's AD's team. Yep. Yeah, that dog don't hunt. They just don't have enough talent. They don't. Maybe David Pingaling will be right. It's but... not Pingaling.
2: <laughs> Pingalore. Pingalore. For God's sake. <laughs> he coached at St. Joe's. Not Pingator. <laughs> David <Damn>.
3: Pingaling. <laughs> That's so, what Mindy calls dude, you when you get excited. Dude, this guy,
2: <laughs> Pingalore, he wa- He coached Isaiah in high
0: school. Do you want me to throw you out of here? <laughs> Here's Shay Darlene. Shay. Uh, all all right. right, I'm following him on social. T- Do t- not, on ru- not don't follow ding That He doesn't know.
2: <laughs> I'm Hearing from NBA peeps at King James, top of Lakers list to trade 39-year-old Palinka, looking for right team to dance and is close to a suitor. Now, here's the thing. LBJ and AD both out tonight. I'll go
0: this far. They'd like to. They'd like to, I'm sure, because they look at this team cap. You see where the Lakers are? Keep going down. Scroll down where, where the Lakers are got to scroll a while. Scroll, scroll down to it. They're, they're ninth in they're, the West. So they're where we are. They're the Bulls. Yep. This but,
2: is with Anthony Davis, by the way. But see, the difference is Palenka is really aggressive, really good. Really good. Last year, remade it on the fly at the deadline. Picked up Rui Hachimura and a few other guys. Dude, Austin Reeves is a
0: player now. No, I like the, what they did last year. Because they said, LeBron, I'll be the GM. That's what Rob said. I'll be the GM, not you. And so he brought in some really nice players. But that dog don't hunt, man. And you can't keep firing coaches in Los Angeles. You can't keep doing it. Agreed. This is not Darvin Ham's problem. This is a, a roster problem. Shay. All right. Well, we talked
3: about a lot about the Cowherd uh, rumoring that Caleb Williams doesn't want to be in Chicago. Uh, Sylvie texted me, Colin Coward's coming on with them today to explain what he knows at 3 p.m. So okay. very excited to hear that. But we do have a quote from one of Caleb's teammates. He issued a warning to the Chicago Bears about drafting uh, Caleb Williams. Jerry Rice's kid, Brendan Rice, told Jason Leisure, quote, if you can go ahead and risk not picking him, have fun losing your job, man. mm." That's the quote from Brendan Rice about drafting Caleb Williams. A warning to the Bears. Do it or you will get fired. We've heard a lot about how Caleb's not a good teammate. Teammates didn't like him. Shot or no shot. You can take that narrative and stick it where the sun don't shine.
0: Uh, That is a shot. That
3: is absolutely a shot. Absolutely.
0: You can can say that I want... Justin Fields without trying to take a a dump on Caleb Williams there's a way to do that hey I like Justin Fields I think that the Bears are fine as is if you just add that's the analysis versus I don't like Caleb Williams because I heard he wants a part of the team or I I heard that his dad's difficult to deal with we don't want another LaVar Ball situation blah 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 if you just like Justin Fields just say it You don't have to cover it up by taking a crap on Caleb Williams, a quarterback that most have not seen and don't know. And by the way,
2: has LeVar Ball been a problem at all since Lonzo got here? Zero. Zip-o. Yep. That stuff all fades into the back. He's not going to be in Hallis Hall. He's not going to have an office next to Ryan Poles. I'm talking about Caleb's dad, not LeVar. Uh, That's just... When you get to the big leagues, it's the big
0: leagues for a reason. Same thing with LaMelo and Charlotte. Zero. Nothing, Nothing. to say to Charlotte. Nothing. Nothing. So just uh, because that was the, the hue and cry when uh, Ball got here. Oh my God, we're going to have his dad around. Like it, like it matters to you as a fan. So what like time guess, is uh, Sylvie having the, and Waddle having him on? 3 p.m.?
2: Uh, I'll be locked in, man.
0: You people in Chicago, J- you guys just don't understand. Caleb Williams doesn't want to be in your city. The herd. That's what he's going to say. You guys are you said in the know. It's and Sylvia like, is, is going to grill the, the crap out of them. I'm very excited. It's like corporate America.
3: If you're <laughs> running a business, would you hire the manager who you think might not really want to work for your company, but he's great, or the slightly worse manager, but he really wants to be there?
2: What is you it? Go say, with the
3: guy that wants to be there. Yes, That's what Caleb Williams is. The herd. It's third. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> Jason, what do you got? I've lived in all four corners of the country. Yeah, I lived in Tampa. I've worked in Vegas. Yeah, I've worked in uh, cold and gray Bristol, Connecticut. And I'm from uh, rural uh, oh, Washington. I've been in all four corners of the country. There's nothing like Los Angeles. Here's Jason with the news. (laughs) Here's Shay Norland.
3: (laughs) Billionaire Peter Thiel is funding a new sporting venture, the Enhanced Games. I love this. The idea is to rival the Olympics with an event that will allow athletes to use performance-enhancing drugs. Shot or no shot, sports are better
0: with PEDs. That's a shot. Oh boy! You know why? Because the sports that we watch every day, there are players that are taking PEDs. It's not clean, not not across the board. Some will. T- you give an athlete an inch, they'll take a mile. Not all of them, but there's some that are riding dirty. Look, the, those would be those will be on what the CW? Because
2: no reputable <laughs> network is carrying those.
0: <laughs> C- C- CW.
2: Yeah, that'll be on uh, when these the, the uh, tainted games are over. We will have another edition of Charm with Alyssa Milano who would like you to donate to her kids fun to be able to go play
3: Little League. Just Whatever. wait till the enhanced games are on Amazon Prime and triple the Olympics ratings. See? But I can watch I could watch the hundred meter dash with people doing it clean, or I can watch discus with guys juiced out of their ass. I think I'm watching that. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's what I want
0: to see. Cap, you can't say for someone who thinks that you should do it the right way and be clean and all that, you can't say you wouldn't be interested. Because you'd see world records broken. Can I gamble on it? Of course you could. They're cheerleaders. Of course. All right, I'm in. Of course you'd love it. No,
2: I'm. I like. I guess it's just a fallacy that
0: they're doing it clean. Yeah. How come you don't hear about PEDs in the NFL, or the, or in particular the NBA? You never hear it. Never. But every now and then you go through the transactions. So and so got suspended for PEDs in, in Major League Baseball in 2024. You're an idiot. How right. How's that happen? But you never hear that in the other sports, do you?
3: The NFL's weird because they'll get the PED suspension. Like I remember Edelman got one. There was a corner in Seattle that got one. And then they come out and it's like they were on
0: Adderall. <laughs> what are we doing here? Well, right. Yeah. Right. But, you, but Cap, we know that, I'm not saying across the board, but there's certain athletes that will take that opportunity to be able to cheat a little bit because of injury. They want to make sure that they're healthy stronger, faster than the opposition. It doesn't make it right, but it's a fact of life. Some of your favorite athletes that you love probably do a little something extra. Okay. When you were a kid, it was the same situation where your favorite Cubs on Greenies, and I don't mean 10 to 12. Were they not? Correct. You might have seen it. I was
2: in the clubhouse at Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, this is back in the Mark Grace days. Yep, It is 40 below outside, we're playing. I'm shivering in there. And I'm in a suit. I have one of those um, (laughs) awful-looking tan, like, raincoats. Yeah. It's sleety. They're going to try and get the game in, and I'm in there. My teeth are chattering. Grace comes over. He's like, kid, go grab a cup of coffee out of there. You're freezing to death. I'm like, we're not allowed in the lunchroom. He said, you have my permission. Go in there. Get coffee. Don't use the pot on the right. It's all beamed up. I go, what does that mean? That's the one that keeps us up. You don't want that. Your heart's going to
3: jump out of your chest.
2: So I grab the other one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's back in the day.
3: See? Hey, Cappy, good to see you, pal. Get over here. I need an injection. <laughs> Stick it right here.
0: Shoot me <laughs> in the ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the argument I've always made about the Hall of Fame. You can never sell me that every single player in the Hall of Fame is clean. I will never believe it. So let them all in. Who cares?
0: Mm-hmm. See? Do you have one more, sir? Or
3: are uh, we yeah, fresh Bill, out? Bill Belichick's coaching legacy. Ah, Taken a bit of a hit lately. Uh, We had some news this week. Tom Brady Sr. got in the news, called out Belichick's, quote, horrible interpersonal skills. And Ravens corner Marlon Humphrey got on Twitter, trolled Belichick, said, You mean to tell me the greatest coach of all time couldn't find a job amid eight coaching openings? Think we can settle that debate? Meanwhile, Andy Reid is in his fourth Super Bowl in five seasons with a chance to win his third. Shot or no shot, Andy Reid is greater than Bill Belichick.
0: (laughs) That's a shot. Uh, I don't know about that. That's
2: a shot. Please. This thing, Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. Take Brady away from him, the guy significantly under five hundred. Good coach? Absolutely. Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Best coach of all time, my ass.
0: In the same breath, though, and we'll never probably see this, take Mahomes away from Reed. Now, he did win with Dominic McNabb, I get that, but you didn't win a championship with Dominic McNabb in T.O., correct? In Philadelphia. He did not. Okay. He got to the Super Bowl. So, so we, we thought Andy Reed was just a bridesmaid for a long time until he, he walked into Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. Same situation. A coach is there to be able to take care of the culture cap, the mm-hmm. culture. And then if he has some ideas offensively and defensively, he can install his system. Ultimately, it's on the players to be able to make a coach great and vice versa. But you, you can't turn a blind eye to Bill Belichick and have success. I didn't
2: say he's a bad coach. I just would take Andy Reid over him.
0: Well, I would take Andy Reid now, too, because the other guys employed are about to do a podcast with Nick Saban. Correct. Mm. Uh, Explain it again with those nuggies. You get out of here with your nuggies, Reed.
2: Uh, Can I interrupt because it's important?
0: I'll be
2: the judge of that. It better be important. We have a round
0: around the NFL.
2: This is Breaking News on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. We
0: turn now to intrepid reporter David Kaplan with Breaking News here on and J Hood. David.
2: Well, former Cubs president Theo Epstein is back in baseball. He has bought Part of the Fenway Sports Group and will be running the Boston Red Sox in some way, shape, or form. He's leaving his role with Major League Baseball and will be part owner, the entity that owns the Red Sox, among other sports ventures, and is going back to Boston. Wow. That
0: is big. Wow. Okay. So let's unpack that for a second. So I always thought there was two ways for Theo to get back in baseball. Either to be an owner of a franchise like Nashville or Vancouver, whatever the next team is going to be, for him to be able to mold and shape a brand new franchise. I thought that. Or be in line to be the next commissioner of baseball and stay in that front office. It was going to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. So this is along with the new. Wait a minute. Red Sox have a new ownership group because.
2: Is that what happened? No, they still they they have what's called Fenway Sports Group. They own RFK Racing, Boston Common Golf, recently acquired a stake in the PGA Tour, they own the Pittsburgh Penguins and Liverpool FC. He will work on sports initiatives across the holdings. He will leave MLB and he will be more of an advisor and sounding board to their new president Craig Breslow, who Epstein had hired with the Cubs and then they stole him back to run Boston this past offseason. So Theo's going to be very involved with the Red Sox.
0: Clearly more money, but how much power as far as the organization, hiring, firing of a manager, roster, what, is that, what does that do for Theo? Because that's where he, where he loves it. Right? That's his bones, right? To be able to mold and shape a franchise roster-wise, manager, culture, is, that didn't sound like that job. It sounds like a, a bunch of different jobs under the same Correct. Fenway group. He
2: has a baseball operations boss, Craig Breslow, yeah. that he hired yeah. in Chicago. They just hired him. Yeah. Theo's above him at the ownership level.
3: Okay. So John Henry wants to focus on Liverpool and is handing off baseball duties to Theo.
2: No, Theo's going to run all of it. He's He is going to run and do things for all of... Liverpool, Penguins, count his money. He's got to be, what, 80 years old,
0: 78?
2: Hi. Maybe Mike Thomas will. The Pittsburgh Penguins, (laughs) RFK Racing, TGL, Boston Common Golf. And then he, along with apparently Tom Ricketts and others, all are involved in a PGA Tour fund. So
0: let's go around the NFL.
1: (laughs) Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers.
0: The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a
2: really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer are you looking for on these things
3: here? Uh,
0: we'll hear from Courtney Cronin on the Bears in the NFL coming up at 835. But first, around the NFL, here's Shay Norling, Shay? Buddy,
3: I've become a tiers list guy. You can call me Shay Sando. I have a, <laughs> I have a tiers list of all of the coaches who made the playoffs
0: for you. Ah, let me get a fresh sheet of paper here and write this down, as I always do with your list. Shays give it give it to uh, coaches. Coaches tiers
3: of all the coaches
0: who made the playoffs this year. All right, I am ready.
3: I have seven tiers for you. Oh, boy. We will start at the bottom bottom in the probably getting fired tier. probably getting okay getting fired tier okay nick sirianni and mike mccarthy
0: sirianni mccarthy uh dead man walking mccarthy that dallas team will not get to the super bowl i'm sure our super bowl will bust again mccarthy will be fired at the end of uh next season sirianni surprise Sur- surprise surprise he's still with the eagles we'll see what happens next year with the team but that's that's almost an overhaul for them as yeah, well.
2: Yeah, I think Sirianni is dead man walking. I do not think Mike McCarthy is. I think surprise, that team surprise. is going to take a
3: step. Thank you,
2: Smokey. What does a step
3: mean? I think they're going to be... They have to make the NFC title game, I think, if they're going to keep him.
2: Uh, they have to certainly win a round in the playoffs for them to keep him. Maybe two.
3: Chris Canty made a good point on Sportsman like this morning uh, that Jerry Jones does not like to pay a head coach to sit on the couch. That's part of why McCarthy is now entering a lame duck year. He did it twice with Jason Garrett. Now he's doing it with McCarthy. Just feels kind of like there's a natural ending at the end of this season.
0: All right, getting fired list, Sirianni and McCarthy. Next.
3: Uh, one tier up is the Todd Bulls list. It is the Todd Bulls tier. It is occupied by Todd Bulls.
0: <laughs> now, okay, now what does that mean, sir?
3: <laughs> I don't know if he's good. I don't know if he's bad. He makes... Some decisions I think are great, like going for two at the end of the game against the Lions. That was the right call. He makes some decisions that I think are baffling, like not using a timeout at the end of the game against the Lions. So, it just, I don't really know what to do with him. He's kind of a dud in New York. He goes to Tampa, resurrects the team. But last year, the final year with Brady, left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths about that team. Now he has success with Baker. What happens going forward when Baker Mayfield's getting paid? And you have to make more difficult roster decisions. We'll see.
0: Todd Bowles tier. Todd Bowles. Yeah,
3: I didn't agree with the decision
2: to go for two. I don't care what analytics say. I thought it was stupid. But he's a good coach. He way overachieved with a roster that everybody said, oh, bet the under on their wins and losses. That's fair. They're going to be tanking. Mm -hmm. And they made it two rounds into the playoffs. So, yeah, I don't think he's in danger of getting fired.
3: All
0: right, next tier. The up-and-coming tier. Up-and-coming.
3: Kevin Stefanski and D'Amico Ryans. Stefanski flipped a lot of bad will. People thought he might be a guy, a fire candidate. Kind of the analytics maven. Kaplan hates. Goes for it on fourth down a lot. Goes for two rather often. Look, they had four starting quarterbacks this year and went 11-5. and I think he did a brilliant job given the the hand he was dealt. We'll see what happens going forward with uh, Deshaun Watson, but I think he's a rising star. And D'Amico Ryans, same deal. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, rookie play caller and it all worked gangbusters. Yeah, We'll see what happens going forward but he's a rising star to me in this league.
0: That's a great start for Ryans because I thought that that was a team that was going to tank and the Texans I thought they would just kind of slow play with C.J. Stroud and look what happened. They, I mean, one of the great stories of the NFL season. Stefanski from our friends over at ESPN Cleveland I think some were ready to get him out of there. But I think that This is a season that we'll always remember, Shay, as the backup quarterback season where we saw more quarterbacks in odd spots and some flourishing um, this season. Uh, Steelers went through that. Browns went through that as well, where you go through a litany of quarterbacks and still keep it together to be able to have a winning season. So Stefanski, Ryan's up-and-coming tier. Yeah, I would agree with
3: both. Next one? The next one is the get-it-done loser tier.
0: Get-it-done loser comma, loser.
3: Yeah, this is the same deal as uh, when I said there are guys I just don't want to hear from anymore until you get it done. Sean McDermott, time time to get it done. Sean McDermott. I, I don't need to hear anything from you or about your team. You got to win these games. Get well, it done. And then we can talk about elevating you into the elite tier. But until then, you're going to be in get it done loser.
2: Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't know if he's going to win the Super Bowl, but he's got a really good team. You don't, You don't know if they can do what? I don't know if he's going to win the Super Bowl, but if they can get to the AFC title game, he's not getting fired anytime soon.
0: Don't you have a futures ticket on the Bills winning the Super Bowl again? I
2: do not. You don't? I didn't have it this year. I went back through my losing tickets on my phone yesterday.
0: Did you not have a late ticket on the Bills there when they were rising?
2: That one's already eliminated. (laughs) I'm talking about for next year. I'm Uh not
0: betting the Bills at this point politician just so smooth with it don't think I didn't listen to what you just said there I'm not betting on the bills at all at this point well if they go out and wow the bills did what they just made two bold moves I reserve the right to change my opinion sucker is born every minute you just don't understand that when you touch the stove hot you might burn your hand again at this point I do not have any of my money on the (laughs) bill right, thank you very much Alderman Kaplan we move on now to the next tier. with wow. Shay Shea Norland?
3: This is crowded. This is
0: the elite
3: tier. Five coaches that I oh. deem elite that elite. made the playoffs.
0: Uh, so elite. Okay. Mike McDaniel.
3: I know it didn't look good in Kansas City in a oh. negative 30 wind chill, but I think he's phenomenal. He's what not he's been elite. able to get out of Tua, the play calling. <laughs> they peaked early this season. I think he's fantastic. He's young. He's a, from the Shanahan tree. I love the guy. Matt LaFleur. That's the first one that you've actually embarrassed yourself on, but go on. Yeah, you said that about me saying the Ravens were the number one team in the regular season, uh, Right, and uh, you're the guy that came on these airways
2: and literally farted into the mic by saying they're one of the five greatest teams of all
3: time. I said if they pull Mm. it off and win, what did they do? They They gagged. Yeah, Todd Munkin and John Harbaugh gagged. No, no. And Lamar. And Lamar. How about the idiot Zay Flowers? taunting,
2: all of it. That's on the players. Put it on the freaking guys that do that stuff. You came in here and told me John Harbaugh did the worst coaching job in the he playoffs. He His team hey. melted down. His quarterback was lousy. But Zay Flowers is a jackass. Gets up at the 10-yard line, pointing at the guy, pushing him down. That's a 15-yard penalty, young man. Oh, and then he punches. Then he fumbles at the goal line. That's not on the coach. That's two. And he punches
3: the bench, so he cuts his hand. That's three. Take that! Let me finish off the elites here: Mike McDaniel, Matt Lafleur, Uh Sean McVay, Dan Campbell, and Kyle Shanahan. What? Mike McDaniel does not belong on the list with those other guys. Stop! I think he does. I
2: really think he does. I think he's wildly impressive.
0: Okay. Whatever. Is that your analysis? Whatever. I'm not.
2: I think he's okay. I think he's amusing to listen to. But do I think he's wildly impressive? No,
0: absolutely not. The others, yeah, pretty good. You know what? I'm, I'm going to put McDaniel in the up-and-coming tier. That's what I'm going to do. That's fine. I'm going to do that because, you know why? <laughs> show me again, Shay.
3: As long as he's not in the get-it-done loser tier, we're good.
0: Sh- just show me again. And then what else are the Dolphins going to add? Don't be afraid of the weather. Can you stay healthy? The offense, it, it, when it's right, it is elite. There's no question about that because we've seen it. Now, what else are you going to do? Show me a second act if you're McDaniel and the Dolphins. And by the way, Jay Moore, as you well know, McDaniel's the head coach for the uh, the Dolphins. The brother. Yeah. Here's Shay Norrell. <laughs> <Wow>. All right. <laughs> <A two laughs> that's how we got in, right? I mean, we passed the Rooney rule, did you not? Yep. <laughs> he did. Okay. You know the story about his wife? No, we'll talk about that. All right. A two-coach tier <laughs> on air or off air.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a, a ring away from all-time greatness, John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin. If either of them can just win another ring, they chisel themselves into the all-time great category. And then the final tier, wait, wait.
0: John Harbaugh and who? Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. All-time great tier,
3: right? Yeah. Okay. That's the ring away from that. Okay. And then the all-time great, the Mount Rushmore tier, whatever you want to call it. It's just Andy Reid.
0: Where's Eberflus?
2: I so didn't make the playoffs. Oh, only playoff. Okay. Damn! I thought we were going to also throw him in there. Okay. Um, Andy Reid. Yeah, that's fair.
0: And it's in a category to himself.
2: Yes. He's the greatest NFL coach of all time. Huh? He is the best NFL coach of all Andy Reed. time. Andy
0: Reid. Yes. Okay. That's horrible. All right. Coming up next. Horrible. Andy Reid? Yes. He's not the greatest coach of all time. He is not. Uh, He's the greatest coach of all time this era. (laughs) At this time. Who's the greatest coach of all time? It's not Andy Reid. It's not Bill Belichick. Coming up next, Courtney Cronin with the latest around the NFL and with the Bears. That's all part of the mix on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show.